This is part two of a two-part interview. Sometimes the second part of these interviews is better than the first part. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you're not even listening, are you? We've told you over and over again, the second part of these interviews is better than the first. But where does that get us? The first half of interviews always has more downloads. Hey, you do what you want. You always do. So enjoy or don't. Whatever. Hola, bienvenidos. This is Richard Wilson. With this podcast, there are no electives. Every program is a prerequisite. The semester is in session. It's season two of the Bait and Switch podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Stingle. I write a newspaper column for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I was invited to be on a podcast called Bait and Switch. The terrifying name, actually. You're, you're brought in <laughs> thinking it's one thing, and then it's another. Um, but it went well, and uh, now I've decided because I'm, I'm normally I'm in a position of asking questions more than answering them, that I'm going to sort of turn the tables on these guys. So I'm here with Chris and with Jim, uh, who my oldest friends who I met today, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Go way back. I've just arrived here, and I sort of saw the way they do this, and they interviewed me about my job, so now I'm going to interview them a little bit about their job. Whose idea was this podcast, and how long ago was that? Uh, it was actually Chris's idea. Well, uh, here's how the podcast started. Uh, I was somebody that tended to listen to talk radio or sports radio, and after a while, you get a little sick of that. And with uh, talk radio especially, they might get on a topic that you find kind of interesting, and it lasts for about five minutes. And then you're like, I wish they went back to that topic. And I had some friends talking about how they were listening to podcasts on their phone. And I thought, you know, I'll start listening to some podcasts. And you find some topics that uh, are interesting. And they talk for an hour and a half. And it's kind of interesting. And every now and then I'd listen to one. I thought, they're really not that good at this. You know, these people are not that good at what they're doing. And I had a fleeting thought, you know, I could do better than these people. Within about five seconds, I looked at my day sheet of people who are going to be coming in my office, and I saw one of my oldest friends, Jim Martin, stopping in the office in the matter of a minute. And I took him into one of the rooms, and I said, you know, I just listened to a podcast. I said, would you like to do a podcast, you know, the two of us? This was the moment at which it could go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Jim could look at me kind of funny-eyed and, and say, no, that's stupid. Or just kind of give me a look like, yeah, maybe, you know. And that would have turned me off immediately. But Jim, in an instant, just said, yeah, when do you want to get started? And it was just that enthusiasm that Jim had that took it from just a fleeting thought to like, hey, I got to do this. You know, some guy agrees with me on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My judgment. But, is you know, he whatever. right? Is he right? I mean, <laughs> right. were you? what did you think of the idea right well, off the bat? Well, I, I liked it a lot. And the reason was uh, a place I used to work, just a bunch of friends would go out to lunch every Tuesday. And we would sit at this booth and we'd talk and, 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 uh, and we'd all have a lot of fun, banter, go back and forth. And in fact, we actually joked – we should just have a camera here, just put this on YouTube, because everybody listens to nothing on YouTube, even the stupidest things, and and we think we're kind of kind of amusing. So, and so, but I always felt like, oh, it'd be, it'd be, I really wonder what it would be like to actually record something like that and then put it out there and see what happened. 
And when Chris said this, that's immediately what I thought of is, you know, uh, well, like you said, is, you know, we're like, Chris is one of my oldest friends and, um, and we have a really good rapport together. And a lot of my uh, sense of humor, I think, came from, from Chris and some other people on the, on our block growing up that, that we hung out with. Well, that's and, how you know um, each other. This goes back to childhood or what? Yeah, yeah. right, right. We, uh, yeah, we grew up across the street. So I, I lived across the street from, from Chris. A- actually, right I'll back up. Uh, I'm six years older than Jim. And at one time, you lived right next door. Right next door, right. And so, honestly, my earliest memory of Jim, him looking out his window as a one-year-old or two-year-old, looking out at me and my brother (laughs) playing in the yard. So I remember Jim before he, you know, remembers... Anything. Anything. (laughs) Himself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So right from the start was this, uh, okay, let's do this thing, but uh, of course, what's going to be our, you know, are we going to just sort of bring in people that were interesting that we find interesting or how what, well, what that, was the sort of that, you know well because i mean because yeah. you need you need what is the sort of the you know the right. uh, the topic i said to jim well you know what we could do is it'll be the two of us and we'll get guests and i thought well there's this one guy that i know who's another guy like jim and this other guy dave bowl is a very good friend of mine and they're both people that are very positive people in my life they're both people that when you talk about an idea, they don't dismiss it. They they nurture it. And and so, you know, my first idea was this other guy, Dave Bowl, who lives up in uh, Adele, Wisconsin. He's originally from Keele area. And I kind of sheepishly called him. And I said, Dave, yeah, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. And Jim, my friend who you probably know, we interviewed somebody and we're wondering if you'd like to be our first guest. And he's like, yeah, when you want me there. And again, you know, enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, uh, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Or, yeah, maybe. It was yes and when. And had it not been for both of them being enthusiastic from just the snap, it probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and you were learning the basic the truth that people like talking about themselves, too. I mean, I think people, <laughs> yep. if they're offered a chance to come on, I went on one of these recently with Carol Kane. You don't remember Carol Kane from oh, sure. KLH? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we sat and talked, and she asked me, and, you know, ours were the questions about me. You know, oh, I she did? About me, oh, really? You know, oh, she and, beat, and, uh, oh, she beat us, us to it. it. Right. <laughs> were you more <laughs> yeah, engaging with us or with her? <laughs> I pretty much gave her the good stuff. Oh, uh, well, but, it's uh, understandable. It's Carol Kane. I mean, what can you do? <laughs> I have this theory that everybody has a story. I think I've written, I think I've written at least a dozen, maybe twenty columns, just from my own, either from my block, people on my block, people on my block who told me about other people. So that, so you've worked up to how many listeners do you think you have? I think would you say about a hundred? Isn't that what you said? About well, 100 we, a hundred a week. We average about a hundred a week, and uh, <clears throat> and even though this is just a hobby, and we don't get paid, and we don't intend to get paid, and that's not what it was about. It still but we'll is, take, but we'll take the money. But we'll still take the money. <laughs> but still, you get interested in those clicks, right? And that's something I was never interested in until we started this podcast. But I have to admit, I'm more jazzed when I see 20 people listen that day than three. Right? And how often do you give them a new one? Once a week, or how often is there a new podcast up? Every Sunday night, usually we put something out, and, and um, what we're doing now is for like four weeks, uh, we have new podcasts come out. So we'll have each, usually each interview is consists of two parts. So we'll put out the two parts for, let's say, year coming up. And that's, uh, and then the person after you, their two parts come out. And then the fifth week, we usually have uh, like a highlight reel from, from one of the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have dream gets? I mean, do you have people in town who you'd love to? You, uh, you, this I mean, is it. Oh, no, yeah. you got to shoot higher. <laughs> you got to <laughs> shoot higher. Uh, 
a couple names that we've thought about getting in here that we haven't quite got in yet, here yet are Tony Smith, mm-hmm. who does uh, uh, Marquette basketball mm-hmm. on the radio. Uh, he went to our high school. Former player himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and another guy that I think went to our high school. I don't know if he did, but we know his father, which is Vince Vetrano. Mm-hmm. So we thought about getting him in here at some point. I think it's interesting because my first thought is, yeah, let's, let's get people who, who people know, mostly so that we get their audience. Uh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. in addition to obviously getting to know them. And, the stingle and bump. This, this whole, yeah, yes. right. We're looking for the stingle <laughs> That's bump. That's right. Because oh, I'll put this, I'll put the, I'll sure, because you, you probably can guess, I mean, that I'll take this podcast and put it on my Facebook page. And right, so sometimes yeah. oh, that helps. Sure, that'd be I mean, great. Cause, right, because you're, you're moving the stuff around on social media, right? Right. You go on oh, Twitter yeah. or on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever, and there it is for people where they live now, you know. and Right, right. Um, We're looking for probably a mix. The ones that are probably more in what we're looking to do are the ones where we have with our friends and those are the ones that are more kind of what was the idea behind the show to begin with but when somebody says hey i know somebody works for the journal yes yeah let's bring them on and then somebody says i know somebody else that works for uh wwm yeah what the heck let's get them on and so really it's kind of a mix of of people such as yourself and just friends and uh, yeah, and I think I mean that's just because we already have kind of a rapport with them, you know. Right. Then it's just time, three. So. Right. Then it's just yeah. three three guys sitting around sort of talking. It becomes a little bit like your lunch table. Then exactly. That's the uh, the thing about this too is are people really going to want to listen to what we're talking about? Like, yeah. why would I do that? You're right. Or I is think, there some right. substance probably, to it? There probably limits you know? the people's interest in, right. in strangers right. talking. Right. And you know what. Uh, <laughs> We're going to find those limits. Yes, you are. We're hitting. We're going to hit them. <laughs> this one's a little unstructured, but we did have some early on that we thought, hey, we got a good rapport with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then we listened to it, and we're like, wow, there's. I wouldn't want to listen to this if I was somebody else. So our initial ones, you know, we would record two hours <laughs> worth of material, and we'd use like 20 minutes. Yeah. And so then I thought, well, if we're going to do this, we got to do it well. And so I have a notebook that I write down ideas in, and I have different categories and topics where we riff on. And uh, that has been the basis for probably at least half of our, our material. And, um, you know, getting back to why you do this, uh, and this is going to sound pretentious, but uh, once we've recorded it and we've edited it, there is a pride to the piece of art that we've created. Sure. And, and you know, and, and again, I think, you know, you've talked about this, it's fun too to just sort of take it where it, to follow where it leads. I mean, you don't mm-hmm. have to stay on the course. You can go off on tangents, or you get you know the, you get this person who people think they know for one reason talking about something completely different. Yep. Or whatever that gets kind of interesting. Stream of consciousness, right, kind of. There just, it is. Mm-hmm. Now, who were the, who was the uh, do either one of you guys know any of this? We're we're sitting here surrounded by what appear to be. Uh, you know, microphones that somebody bought and a computer maybe or devices. Did you have to go out and buy a bunch of stuff for this? Or Well, I'll say this. As far as the mics are concerned, myself, my brother, and some friends in the basement of this office pretend to be rock and roll stars about once a month. Ah. And so we had the mics from our, our jam sessions in the basement. And then as far as the technical stuff, I kind of let that up to Jim. So Jim can answer that. Well, initially we had one microphone that we were doing all like Chris and I and the guest or guests would sit around this one microphone because it was one that plugged into my computer. It was a USB microphone. So we couldn't use these cool microphones because these are actual microphones. Uh, but that was a big pain. And, and we did probably what five or six of those like that. And, and the sound quality was bad because you'd have one person leaning back in a chair, one person leaning forward and you keep, 
So so we decided pretty early on that we needed a little bit of technical equipment. So we got this fancy box here, this little mixer, where we can plug the real microphones into, and then that thing breaks it out into these uh, one different track per microphone. And that, that has helped tremendously for just sound quality because if somebody's – we just had somebody uh, we're editing right now who – um, was sitting a lot closer to the mic than anybody else and had a really booming laugh. And so we had, we were going to have to throttle that whole thing down a little bit and, um, and, you know, maybe boost everybody else up, but it, it really has helped a lot. But, but and uh, then, uh, and then, you know, we, we thought, well, there's gotta be a little theme music, right? And so Jim, sure. mm-hmm. Jim, uh, went online and there's a bunch of unlicensed oh, yeah. loops of music mm-hmm. that you can use. Yeah. And so we did that. And then we thought, well, we got to have like a preview clip, which we've since, Ditch. Now we have a, a guy that I know, Richard Wilson, who is uh, season one, episode 15. Yep. Uh, he did our, our, he's got this big booming voice. And so he became the voice of our of our podcast uh, to intro things. And we, we start what we call a pre-music thing where we describe in the first part, you know, who the guest is, just a brief thing, 30, 40 seconds. And then we start the music, Richard does his bit, and then we play the podcast and at the end over the music we have a preview clip of the next uh podcast and so then we do the uh we do the the outro music and we put it together i like to keep it less than 30 minutes because i figure people who don't know me don't want to listen to us for more than 30 minutes and that's what that's what we're not paying you for is to like edit it down to get rid of all the dull stuff about us right right and and pick the sort of the best, the best of the best, and put that in there. You know, whatever questions led to the best answer. Right. Stuff. Every time I take out a minute, it just keeps getting better and better and better. And uh, <laughs> so you go down to zero. Two minutes, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you go down to zero, it's perfect. <laughs> just we just do with the welcome. Welcome to the show. And yeah, then right. Goodbye. The music. Thanks for, yeah, thanks right. for not listening. <laughs> yeah, but I remember back when we first started, we hadn't decided yet to release them. And we recorded the first seven. And we sat there for three, four, five months and just thought, are we ever going to do this? Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point, you've got you to yeah. get the product out. Otherwise, it'll kill you. And in your job, that might be the case, right? Editing, you know, it might eventually, just drive you nuts. Eventually, you have to hit the send button. Although they say, I mean, there's no such thing as good writing, only good rewriting. And then, so you definitely have to go back and... Hmm. work on every paragraph yeah. that you wrote just to sort of make it better you know it can, do you get feedback well that's uh, a I wish little we did. bit not much i wish we did yeah. actually but we yeah, yeah. we get very little feedback uh, depending if you want feedback or not sometimes i guess you, that's sort of nature's way of telling you, you need to poke a little harder you yeah. need to push a little oh, farther maybe maybe we should uh, maybe we should do a story about a, a kegger a yeah, gagger, huh? right? Yeah, that's that's right. You got to get people mad. You got to get right. people mad. You know, the, you know, mad the, as hell. And they're not going to take the it nest. anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know the thing that keeps this podcast going is downloads. And every week we tend to get about 70, 80, 90, 100 downloads. And so we know people are listening. And so yeah. you'd like a little bit more feedback, but there hasn't been a month where all of a sudden you got twelve. Yeah. And uh, and so you know people are listening. And is there an easy way to do feedback? I'm, I, is is there like a comment section? Not really. That? I mean, on our our Facebook page, maybe it it all kind of depends on how they're listening. You know, you know, we do have a website, but really all of that right now is on the homepage. We have uh, just basically the feed, but we could put a we could put a, a page on there, some kind of forum or something <laughs> people <Yeah. laughs> discussion page which i laugh because because you see some of those on the internet and like this is just garbage why? careful what you ask for. yeah right exactly so right um, and more for me at least it's about people again you know listening to the piece of art that you created well that's right and that you're getting joy out of the very act of creating it i mean it's sort mm-hmm. of like yeah we all worry about what the world thinks and if they're paying attention to us 
But in some ways, I often think that with writing too is that the, the joy is built in for me. I mean, the right. joy. I mean, it's hard, you know. You know, sure. but I mean, the the joy is built in. And whether you win an award or you know a thousand people read it or a million people read it, the process brings you joy in and of itself. It right. feels good. It's creative. Right. Then, regardless of what kind of uh, strokes the world gives you for it. Yep. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the coolest things that I didn't really expect is just I they think it's so cool to meet all the different people that we've met yeah and to and i'm sure i mean it's something that's totally relatable for you because mm-hmm. that's all you've done for the last you know <laughs> your career you know <laughs> so right. and that's why you do it is because it's it's uh yeah just meeting these people and i'm i'm a social guy anyway and mm-hmm. and so i like to talk to people all the time and oh, this and, is uh, an excuse right to yeah, ask right. people questions you know yeah and you could, oh I, I you know that to me there are people that are very hesitant about asking other people questions and that, and this gives you an excuse to be very direct and to say, why do you do this? Or what do you yep. like about that? Or yep. whatever. And then hear what they say. Cause people again, do like talking about themselves. And the, Yeah. I, you know, one thing I thought about, you know, okay, we'll get one guest, Dave, he's enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. The second, the third, the fourth, are we really going to get, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to run out of people quickly. That's, and so that first mm-hmm. month or two, I thought, you know, how am I going to get people to agree to do this? Yeah. Well, now that we're a year and a half in, I just assume I'm going to be able to get people. And it's not a matter of, of uh, you know, I hope this guy does it. I, I do have that thought, like, this guy's going to do it. And mm-hmm. because we've gotten 30 other people to do it at this point. That's right. right. I think we just you have to be sort of, you have to kind of keep your mind open to who's going to be a good guest, too. I mean, you know, if you think about somebody or hear about somebody doing something interesting or weird or whatever, maybe just that's the person to bring in on it. You know, just sometimes not necessarily as what they do, but like what happened to them or what, you True. know, what experience right. yep. they had or something right. like that. Or, right. You know, a colorful, I mean, you're probably, we're sitting in Wauwatosa right now, but I'm clearly, you go beyond the bounds of Tosa, but, you know, you sure. can bring in a, you know, a cranky owl or somebody from up the block. And, that's, you know, that's funny you mentioned that because Chris was just saying yeah. he was talking to the owner. He, the owner is going to be a guest of ours probably in the oh, near good. future. You know, because he's a, you know, I sat with him on a, some kind of a judge where we judge drinks or something. Oh, okay. Time. And, yeah. uh-huh. Guy with that beard. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and at one point I said, to him, boy, you're, you know, your advertising is false. You're not cranky at all. You're right. really, <laughs> a very, very nice fellow. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I ran into him at a business function and, uh, you know, as time goes on, I bring up the podcast to see if we get new listeners. And the guy's like, hey, I want to be on that show. Yeah. And he was enthusiastic. Oh, and he's great. like, yeah, I want to be on the show. Yeah, and he um, can recommend someone. You know, that's the thing, too, is like one person leads to another person. And they, right. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's really, a, like I said, it's a mix between two groups of people. One, people that, uh, like yourself, that have got a story people might be interested in. And then there's the people that we know that we were sitting around those tables joking with. Honestly, those ones, I think, are more at the heart of what we're trying to create. But also these types of interviews, hopefully, will get other people interested as well. Sure. Oh, yeah. 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 You you could listen to the podcast here. I could. I could. I would recommend recommend Tim Part 1 is good. Uh, Would you like? Both of them are good. The sequel, not as good. Yeah. Yeah, The first half, they're both good. Usually, we'll say this, and we we say this, actually, to our listeners. We scold them a little bit. The second part of the interviews are usually better because um, people loosen up. Maybe I mean, yeah. are exactly. they done chronologically like that? The second right. part is probably yeah. what was said second. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's exactly it. People are generally a little bit nervous oh, in the yeah. first first half talking about like how is this going to go? They don't know. Let me take a little and you break. Can't take they, stuff back, you know. That's the thing too. I mean, look true. at there are people that are like banned. <laughs> the woman just banned from Fox News because of something she said. And we live in sensitive times too. And I think people right. are sometimes afraid. But again, you give them pretty good. Pretty good latitude there about taking things out. Oh yeah, and we yeah, we yeah. we let people listen. 
before we send them out. One yeah. thing I've been starting to do when I talk to people about the podcast, I tell people to listen to the three-minute teasers. It's usually joke after joke. And if they listen to two or three of them, I think they'll be interested in listening to the, the whole package. You know? Yeah. I heard uh, Adam Carolla, who's got a popular podcast. I've only listened to that once or twice. But they asked him, they said, you know, how do you get your podcast noticed? You know, how do you get your podcast listened to? He said, well, rule one, be famous. He said, <laughs> he said all the other rules don't really matter. You know? And so when I listen to some of these podcasts of the people that are quote-unquote famous, uh, I listen to him and think the only reason I'm listening is because I know this guy. The stuff yep. he's talking about really isn't that good. Yeah, and I get I get tired of famous people. They're just everywhere, and I would much rather hear listen to a, like a This American Life kind of thing, where mm -hmm. it's just a, p average people with maybe a, with a, an extraordinary story or something, right. or just or they take a topic, you know, they take the most you know common everyday topic, you know, like regret or something, and then mm -hmm. they have stories of people's regrets in life and what didn't go well and whatever. Uh, that one might not be that upbeat, but uh, <laughs> but I think that thanks to, for bringing that, us down here. Yeah, that, that's, that's this, this real right. humorous one. Yeah, right. Is really well, funny. Well, well, am I happy? I'm mean, talking about the death of the newspapers. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. yeah I, I agree, and we've we've had some of those people. But again, you know, the main thing on our masthead at uh, you know on Facebook and whatnot is this comedy interview podcast, and so we like to emphasize the comedy part. Now, again, today's was a little different because there's a little bit of a backstory, but uh, we like for people to think that they're coming to the podcast for laughs. And I think a lot of our best podcasts, there's a laugh every 30 seconds, every minute, every two minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, and now that they hear you're only going 80%. Yeah. You know, we're really raising the bar now. Tell them <laughs> right. we expect you to come here and laugh. Right. And yeah. now you better really crank it well, up the, the second half of yeah. the season. I may need to come back next week when yeah. you're ready to play. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, this guy. So anyway, this is the part of the podcast where we do plugs. So, uh, Jim Stingle, uh, go ahead and talk to us about uh, your job, your column, the newspaper. Anything you want. Mm. Plug anything you want. Mm. It doesn't mm. have to be that. Mm. Yeah. He's got free reign. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, I can plug the fact that I've been asked to be the uh, Grand Marshal at this year's Wauwatosa Fourth of July Parade. Wow. Oh, really? All right. That's I'm not awesome. kidding. I literally All right. I got an email the other day, asked me if I'd be... And I immediately had a, I'm not worthy. Why would they put me in the parade? Oh, how right? funny. Don't you have to do like thousands of hours? Yeah, that's what we're thinking, work. honestly. Yeah, right. But anyway. This guy, well, okay. <laughs> right. And I mean, I right. talked to you for an hour and a half. Right. I don't so get I, it. I'm I not can, seeing you know, it. I'm, I'm working on my waving and everything, so I'm, I'm plugging that. Um, so maybe throwing candy, maybe not. You know, I don't know what else I'll have to see. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. Has there been any other opportunities like that that uh, cropped up uh, because of your job at the journal? I did have a piece of art that hung in the Milwaukee Art Museum briefly. They wow. asked they asked people who are not artists to contribute a piece of art, and they gave you a canvas about eighteen inches by eighteen inches and said fill it, and that they were going to have an event. And at the end of that event, it was a fundraiser for rich people, or whatever. And at the end of that event, everybody who paid to get in could pick something off the wall and take home. So, so I panicked. So I thought, what can I do? That might be funny. I'll write about this. So I went to that place over here in the village where you drink and paint. Sure. And mm -hmm. I sat there with a bunch of other people. And we we all painted the same thing. So it wasn't even my design. So I kind of cheesed out a little bit that way. They sort of show you what to paint. Yeah. And, and it ended up in the Milwaukee Art Museum. No and kidding. And then it, um, it, it and a lot of others did not get selected, I'm sorry to say. But uh, it made for a good column because the, one of the ones that was selected was done by a rhino at the zoo. It had, they had taken like paint and put it on its horn and stuff, and uh, and that was one of those that did get selected. So I was feeling, you know, like wow, I, I get bested by a rhino.
rhino hair. <laughs> so wait, did they know that the rhino painted it? Oh, did the people that bought it know? No, right. in fact, they couldn't know anything about the artist because okay. they did not want you picking anything based on who it was. Right? Who it was somebody's yeah. going to buy that just because it was painted that's by right. a rhino? But somehow, but, right? But wow, someone found those strokes great. interesting enough. Sure. Yeah. On, you know, I don't know how much they helped the rhino, or what it, <laughs> they took the canvas and then like rubbed it on the horn, or did the did the rhino move the horn? Right, right because how did he not break right through that canvas? Right, now wait right. a minute, right? And yeah. how dangerous is it to be in the cage right. with the rhino? Right. Yeah. While he's painting, you know, or she, I don't know. And how good can a rhino's painting be with that horn in his eye line there? Right, but it was selected. (laughs) That's hanging up in someone's, you know, but it made, it made, it was exactly what this column needed. Sure. And then it was beat out by a rhino. That's great. It's possible the rhino was very soothed while he was painting. It's very, you know, relaxing artwork, you know. (laughs) Right, in fact, I think he's still painting. Yeah, maybe, Uh, yeah. And and here's what was cruel, too, that some of the submissions, the stuff that was on the wall with mine, was actually done by... By artists, by local artists and oh. stuff. And then other people like me were just asked sure. because maybe right. sports figures, weather guys, whatever, right. were just asked just because, you know, just to be funny, I guess. Well, uh, what so we anyway. do. Oh, uh, please read my uh, column too. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Only other sure. dogs, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Hockey <laughs> Journal Sentinel. Uh, so you're going to be in the parade and, uh, and re- read, read the read Journal Sentinel. That's right. Please buy column. the paper. Jim buy, a, buy a digital subscription so we yep. can keep going. All right. Nice. Well, like I said, I will plug the Milwaukee Journal here as well. I get it. I think it's good to still have that physical paper to to look at from time to time. I agree. Right in the puzzles. I come on, just the puzzles themselves. I'm a sure. crossword, crypto quip, jumble kind of yeah. person. You know, I love that. I like. I love. I'm the same way. I like holding. I'm probably because I'm a boomer. You know, I just I like holding a newspaper in my hand. I like the idea that somebody who's been paid to sort of arrange things mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. most to least important on the internet. They're really you have a few things at the top, but after that, it's a it's a free right. fall. Just yeah. f- find the headline and you're then, interested and then in. You chase and... some little side topic, and you never come back. And, yep. You yep. Know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. So what we typically do is we count down from three, two, one, and Jim puts in the music. And yep. then we wrap things up. So I will count us off. Here we go. And three, two, one. Music. Well, well thanks again, Jim. We really guys. appreciate yeah, you stopping fun. by. It was fun, yeah. Just hanging out on a Monday night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, so you're welcome, that, right? Yeah. I'll send you the bill. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when our returning guest, Scott Saveco talks about getting comfortable while performing on stage. That could have been like your stage persona, Shoeless Scott. Right, yes. I was thinking. It, it, it had become that. I mean, it had yeah. become, oh, this guy always plays barefoot. And some people thought it was kind of silly. And they, This know, guy sure. needs money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't afford right. shoes. Right. Yeah, what was yeah. the reason that you weren't wearing <laughs> pants? What was that? Is there another well, story behind that? Story. We don't have time for that. You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.